Yo. Yes. We're back. Another edition of You Know What Dude. And I'm being very consistent with these You Know What Dude podcasts. At least one or two a week for the last month and a half. Um, I know that I said that Joe wasn't going to be on for a couple weeks. I don't know if you heard about this. <laughs> Why'd you say that? I don't know. The last time you were on, I was a little offended, Joe. About what? <laughs> that I did two of them because you fucking deleted one, and I did the whole next one with you, and then said, dude, I got I to gotta go. I'm sorry. Were it not for your fuck-up, I'd be sitting here. Because I got somebody twittered me and said, stop doing dishes on the podcast. And it's like, no, the only reason I was doing that was because we had to re-record it at the last minute because you lost the one we did. No. Yeah. I, no, yeah. yeah. I'm letting you go. Do you understand? <laughs> yeah. There's a man letting you talk. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to let me? I'm, are you done? Go, now you, have, you can talk all you want. You can't start with no, though. Because that implies start, that I'm not telling the truth right no, now. No, I can start with no if I don't think you're telling the truth. You know that I am. No, you're not. You're not, okay? First of all, you, the first podcast we did, which if I had, you're right, I did fuck up and delete it by accident. But if I had, at the end of it, you you had to keep saying, I gotta go, I gotta go. And you kept getting up and walking away and going over there and doing shit. No, that was this, the one we re-recorded, dude. That was the second one because I had to go. I had to go work. Uh, do shows. Yeah, but you could, on a podcast, you don't need to, you could say, dude, pause this for one second, and I pause it, and I go, I, we need to wrap this up in five minutes, so you got to get to it, and then it would sound better, because then I'd be like, all right, cool, I get it, all right, cool, but you actually were just getting up and walking around and picking shit up, and you got a little neurotic, too, your neurosis came over. Cause you do get neurotic, yeah. And you got a little neurotic, and you, I gotta, and it's like I'm trying to do this shit on my own, and it was a little, it was a little, it was like instead of me doing you a favor or us enjoying our podcast that I do, which I like doing with Joe DeRosa, I'm a fan of doing it with Joe DeRosa. Don't do this. No, I'm not no, doing anything. Don't fuck your no. butter that you're spreading all I, over me right now. I like doing it with Joe DeRosa. You're one of my favorite guys to have on. But I felt like, you know what, Joe? Only if two guys on. I've had Keith. Keith Stop. KWR <laughs> Superstar last week. Unbelievable. Colin Quinn's doing it, in a, uh, I think, in two weeks. Doing it. Unbelievable. Hasn't done it yet. He's already done it. I don't like He's already been on a podcast. I don't, he did a two-hour podcast with me. A double series, they call it in the business. <laughs> um, I, right. have, I have a few other. I'm going to start doing with other people. but Who's here regularly? Kid, you. The only one. Right. Which I like. I love, Joe. I love it but too. that's by my choice. I love it too. And and I like and the fans love you on. That's what disappointed me. That's what hurt me. I think that's what hurt the people. Is that we all love you on the show. You know what, dude? I mean, you made the theme music. And then la- the last time you were on, you were a little like, I gotta like it's not important. Like it's not a it's not fun. It's not a good thing. It's not a it's not a blast. And I got big news happening with the podcast. By the way, too. Right. Well, a couple things. A couple things, Bob. Yeah. First of all, I don't like to hide anything from my fans, which is why I didn't say pause that. I don't like to hide from them. I like to them to hear yeah. the organic experience. Yeah. Like it's live, like it's going on. So that's the first thing. I did that out of respect. That'd be perfect if it was your podcast. 
It's my podcast, and I like a pristine podcast. Okay, you you could have edited it out, and you didn't. No, because you flustered me. I'm good. I'm a three day guy. Okay, you do something that pisses me off, or fucking fucks with me, or hurts my feelings. It takes me three days to figure out what the fuck it was, and then I usually walk away, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Why didn't that feel good? Why doesn't that? What the fuck?" And then you get mad, and then you're like, "What the fuck?" And then you realize, "Oh, that sucked." Because last time we did the podcast, Joe was walking like, "I got to do this." Is fucking. Like, so you've been harboring this for about a week now. You haven't Two brought weeks. this up to me. Two weeks. Haven't brought this up to me. Not no, once. I, was, I wanted to bring it up on the podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like you, I like I don't like to hide anything from my yeah, fans. Yeah. Also, let me explain to everybody why <laughs> I was being neurotic. Because I had Bobby Kelly in my uh, house, or my apartment, excuse me, eating ribs. You're, you're the one who said get the ribs. They were great. I wanted the ribs. You're that doesn't mean that you eat them correctly. Okay. Remember when I had to wash barbecue sauce out of the rug? You just let it sit there. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, your wife's laughing at you. Don't talk it on the podcast. You just let it sit in the rug. That's why I was getting neurotic. It, it looked like raccoons had come through the fucking living room. And, Shut up down there. And not even ate ribs that I left out. Dug the ribs out of garbage and then ate them. It was such a fucking mess. You know what? I apologize. All right. I apologize. I apologize, too. Now we're even. All right. So it's over. Now we're even. So we're moving on. Yeah. So we'll move on. It's all over. And the last thing is, is if you want to have... I thought it was over. One more more thing. (laughs) If you want to have a normal length podcast, you can't say to you, all right, dude, I got to go in five. And expect you to wrap in five. Here, Bobby, start wrapping up right now. <laughs> because it's six minutes and twenty one. Exactly, seconds. it will take you forty five minutes. That, because I'm, a, to wrap. I have the gift of gab, Joe. That's why I do this podcast. <laughs> I do it for the fucking for the millions people. and millions of fans that are listening around the world. All right, uh, so that they can have something to listen to. I believe you. Okay, so. It's over. All right, it's you're, done. You're my go-to guy, and you know, and it was sad too because I wanted you here with Keith Robinson the other night, but you were out. You were out. You were. I was working. I wasn't yeah. out. No, you were out. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't specific. Well, I, I would have been here in a fucking second. It was funny. Robinson's funny. The last podcast was really one of my favorites, and one of one of the most popular so far too. In fact, if you had told me when you guys were recording, I could have been here, but I didn't even know you were recording until I was on my way home. And I said, hey, I'm coming uptown. What are you doing? Right. I would have been there in a second. I ended up going and getting dollar tacos at this bar. Jesus. Dude, they were fucking great, dude. Exactly. Take- <laughs> I know. What am I saying? <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> I'll take you out of this bar, dude. Dollar tacos every Tuesday and Wednesday oh. all night. Uh, boy. I, you know what? I'm pissed I can't remember the name of it because I really want to give these guys a fucking shout out. Uh, what the fuck? I think it's. I think it's called Siberia. No, it's not Siberia. Fuck. Right. Anyway, they had dollar tacos, beef, chicken, or fish. Right. Oh, Good. dude. I went with, you know Al Jackson mm-hmm. and Joanne from uh, uh, Comedy Central? Yeah, yeah. We went in there and just one of my best pals in the world. Say, say, say it again, Joe. Huh. Say it again. First of all, for you people who don't know, she's one of the head person people at Comedy Central. <laughs> oh, that's convenient. This is this is the me and Keith were trashing you about this too. Is that the fact that you didn't invite him to your birthday party one year, but you invited her? You and he. Well, Joe's it, birthday parties consist of the the, the priority goes industry people in the business that can help him. Other comics that can get him in other clubs, oh. and then his friends. Because you know what? I 
we don't. His friends, his friends are the last on the list. In all, no, that's absolutely not true. Before he wasn't you, invited. Well, in all I didn't fa- invite myself. In all fairness, let me let me. It wasn't my party. It was a party that she threw for me. Because you asked for it. Uh, no, she said, I want to throw you a little shindig at the apartment. I can't just invite everybody in the world. But who did get invited? The guy sitting across from me. You were there. I remember because you gave me Soul Calibur for my birthday. I'm not complaining. You were there. I'm not complaining. You were there. I was there. I was there. Now, let me ask you this. If you had to have a selective invite party, would you invite Keith? <laughs> <laughs> What? You know, when you make a fucking point, when you have a fucking valid point, Joe, you got a valid point. Yeah, what are you going to do? He is a party ruiner. <laughs> he walks in and trashes everybody, yeah. makes everybody uncomfortable. You're right. You're right. Good uh, friend of mine's nice enough to say, I want to throw you a little something. Then we're going to go to the bar and ha- and, and it'll be a free-for-all. I'm going to invite the guy that's going to come in and trash yeah. people that aren't only my friends, but they could boot me out of a career. <laughs> yeah, no, right. I'm not doing that. You're right. You're right. You know what? <laughs> There's always... This is a lesson for everybody listening. There's two sides to every story, and that's what this podcast gets down to. We get to two... We get both sides, and you're absolutely right. KWR Superstar at AOL.com shouldn't be invited to a fucking picnic, a barbecue, a birthday party... Christmas, anything. You should just you should just see him on the streets or at a comedy club. <laughs> and uh, one more thing, you know he wouldn't have came. He would have went, ah, stupid, I ain't coming to you, dumb, da da da. He just wanted the invite. Well, that's what everybody. He wants. He just wanted the invite. That's what everybody wants. Yeah, you want the invite. Yeah, you know, if you're a friend, you got to give the invite. Had I know it really meant something to him, he would have been there. Please. Well, now you do. Huh. So next birthday party, I invite him every year, and he comes in for 15 minutes. Shits on everybody, makes me feel bad on my birthday for for being drunk on my own birthday, and then leaves. Uh, that's what friends are for. Yeah, good that's to what, see you. That's Thanks. What true <laughs> comedy friends are. Our friends stink. If all of our friends went down in a plane crash, I'd fucking uh, good, good, good. I hope they all do a fucking comedy festival in the same place, and the plane goes down. I'd love to hear the fucking black box. God damn it! I'll fly the fucking thing. <laughs> Stupid. So, anyways, all right. So we're done. It's over. It's squashed. Totally. So, Joe, your open invite back on the podcast. Thank you. Not my sidekick, but one of the regulars on the podcast, if not the only regular. Really. The only. <laughs> All right. So let's move on. Right. I got a couple of big announcements coming out in the next couple of weeks for this podcast. Um, you know, like, look, I do this podcast. For shits and giggles. I don't do this for any other reason. I, I've done it on my iPhone for a long time. Just shooting around. I've upgraded a little bit. Doing it on the computer now. Better microphone. So it's a little better for you guys to listen to. Um, and I do it on a more consistent basis. And it's gotten a little popular. Broke the uh, top 100 this week on iTunes. Uh, was in the top 200 of podcasts. Comedy podcasts for in and out um, I got some bunch of emails from people. Wanting to uh, get my stuff on their thing, and I've made a couple choices, and hopefully, uh, you know, I get some news coming out in the next couple weeks that is going to be cool for the podcast, good for you guys to be able to listen to it a little more easy, and 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 to get a lot more listeners into the podcast worldwide right. instead of uh, you know the eight people that I think do listen to this. But I think it's up to twenty now. No, it seems like you got a good little. I'm starting to get messages yeah. from people, so that's a good sign when. 
somebody who's it's not his podcast is getting messages from somebody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's coming out in the next couple of weeks. Uh, some really good news for that. Um, Sweet. Another thing, uh, we get I, I, like I put out something, especially when you're on. I'll put out, you know, if they anybody got any questions. Not, you're, you're, one thing I wanted to bring up is that people complain that we drink and smoke and eat on the podcast. Right. People hate it. We don't eat on it. We've never eaten on it. People complain oh, that you I eat. eat on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, couldn't just fucking be a team player, could you, Joe? Drink and smoke on it. Why are they? Who doesn't I, drink on radio? First of all, <laughs> well, I mean, people drink on radio, but those mics are uh, literally you have to you have to really eat the mic on a radio show because it doesn't pick up anything else. These mics that I use picks up a lot, so they'll hear you know the drinking and the smoking, and I guess it bugs a couple people. But you know what we have to say to that, Joe. Oh, pass the lighter, Bob. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go fuck yourself. What do you eat on it? When you eat on it, everything. Well, especially when I did it on my iPhone, I'd be in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, let's just put the ashtray on the fucking five hundred dollar hard drive that I bought. I think I got yelled at on opiate Anthony once for eating on the air. Yeah, I used to because you don't know. I used to do that too, and I used to, you know, I used to fucking eat or breathe. I used to do stupid shit. I learned how to use a microphone when you're doing radio now. Yeah. The cough button. Well, you forget because it's such a you know you're talking it's about such crazy shit. Yeah, you forget that you like it's still a radio show. Right. Yeah, you, you know? forget, but um. So anyways, fuck you. If you don't like the smoke and uh, you can't listen to a podcast because there's people smoking, oh, that's what's great about this fucking podcast. It's bullshit. It's, it's just us hanging. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, there's no pressure. There's exactly. nothing. I agree. Um, we, got I a agree. Couple, we got a couple uh, couple emails here. Uh, first one, <clears throat> Tell this is from uh, Chris Marino. Tell DeRosa you should start his own podcast. Ah. Uh. Uh, a couple of people have said that to me. I, you know, I feel like what? Are, what am I going to do? I'm going to talk about it. Well, I'm already do. I do this one with you yeah. sometimes. I do uninformed with Burr sometimes. Sometimes right. I do Burrs with him. It's like, yeah. you know, you go on Opie and Anthony. It's like, what the fuck? I don't know what the fuck else I'm going to talk about. Yeah, I, I get you, dude. I mean, it's good to. It's you know, it's it's not. A, it's so easy to do now, and uh, you know, I mean, you just. I mean. Let's just be honest. It's one guy that said that out of all of them. I've so been it's getting not messages. Like, it's not a <laughs> from it's not a, it's not a ton, it's yeah. not a ton of people, but it's not a you know it's easy to do, bro. You know, but it, it, it's it's hard with all the shit we got going on right now. It's it's hard to make sure that you do that podcast <clears throat> to get somebody to come over. I like doing it with people, my friends, but I will do them by myself and talk about the shit that I like to talk about. You know, MMA, tech. Movies, gossip, bullshit, being lonely, being fucked up, depressed, all that shit. So I can do it by myself. You can do it too. Um, the one benefit you'd have is you'd be able to do some of them drunk, which would be hilarious. Just come home <laughs> fucking depressed, fat, and shit-faced. And do it. That should be the name of your podcast. Depressed, fat, and shit-faced. Well, that's a good idea. Maybe I'll just do Maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe I'll just do them when I'm drunk. Yeah, that's a fucking once great a week. Idea. I'll come home and drunk. Well, and you don't, don't put that on you. I don't want you to become an alcoholic because of fucking stupid Chris Marino. <laughs> Fuck him. I mean, but a podcast will be good. But anyways, he has a question: uh, What movies are you guys looking uh, looking for this summer? 
I picked, he said, Bobby picked Kick-Ass last year, which was a good one, anything else. I picked Kick-Ass. Before it came out, I actually said it was great on ONA, and they trashed me, said it was going to be a fucking dumb movie, and right. it's going to fail because the little chick said the word cunt in it, you right. know. Uh, and I was like, fuck you. It wound up being a huge hit. Huge hit. Yeah. And a really good fucking movie. Not a great movie. Right. But a total, you know, middle ground fucking superhero goofy movie that was fucking pretty badass. Right, right. Uh, so that's the one I liked. I saw a movie recently. I just saw Hangover 2. And you just went tonight and saw a movie. Yeah, I saw uh, Midnight in Paris, Woody Allen's new movie. If you like Woody Allen, it's fantastic. You know, if you don't like Woody Allen, I don't know if you'd be so into it, but... Uh, How was it? it was terrific. It was great. Owen Wilson was the lead. He was fucking hilarious. Everybody, Adrian Brody. It's about a guy, uh, Owen Wilson plays a writer. He's a guy that always wanted to be a novelist, and he ended up just being like a hack screenplay writer in Hollywood, and he regrets it. And he's in Paris with his fiance, played by Rachel McAdams, who's fucking great in it. And he's in Paris. He falls in love with Paris, and he starts... Reminiscing about all the the artists like Hemingway and Salvador Dali and all these people that lived there in the twenties, and how he wants to move to Paris and become this novelist, and his chick's not into it, her family thinks it's retarded, all this stuff. Nobody's taking it seriously, and then every night he find at the stroke of midnight, this car comes along and picks him up and takes him back into nineteenth twenties Paris, and he starts meeting all these old artists and shit. It's funny, man. It's really funny. Good movie? It was great. It was great. <laughs> really excellent directed, excellently directed, and uh, I, I love Woody Allen. He's my favorite filmmaker, so right. I really enjoyed it a lot. But, uh, you know, as far as summer blockbusters... Yeah, well, this movie's never a blockbuster. Yeah, no. It's, you know, it's more of an art house thing. But, you know, as far as big one, I'm psyched, dude, for the Fright Night remake. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, who's starring in that? Uh, Colin, and, Colin Farrell, right? Colin Farrell plays the vampire. Yeah. Anton Yelnick, the kid that played Chekhov in the Star Trek remake, yeah. he's the kid. And this is fucking great. Everybody that loves the original Fright Night, everybody's favorite character is Evil Ed, uh, which is played by the... I can't remember the kid's name, but it's that kid from Heaven he's, Help he's, Us he's, that he's became gay. the gay porn yeah. star. So everybody was like, online was like, who's going to be Evil Ed, man? Because that kid is so perfect in that movie. And they got, from Kick-Ass, Christopher Mintz Platt's is playing Evil Ed, the bad guy in Kick-Ass. Right. The, you know, McLovin. Kid, yeah. And he's fucking perfect because him and that kid are the exact same. Like, Hopefully, I hope they have the same career path, too. <laughs> fucking ten years, we see him on roller skates with a headband going, yeah, fucking stick that dick in my ass. Yeah. Stick it in my ass. <laughs> you ever see that one? Jesus Christ. No, no. The, uh, yeah, but the thing that's going to suck about this one, it's got, the first one was funny. The first one had this... this it looks comedic. This yeah, one. but did, did you that see one, trailer? I, it looks all right. It doesn't look, you know, that first one was really funny, dude. That was goofy, funny. It had some slapstick in it. It gets and intense, though. It, it gets really intense, too. That's what I liked about it. This one looks more intense than anything. Yeah, I'm I'm psyched for it. I really love, when I was watching, this is why I'm really psyched. I was watching Fright Night like seven months ago at home one night, and I was and I was like, man. They should fucking remake this movie. This would be a great remake. And I went online, and sure enough, it was like, oh, fuck, they are remaking it. Right. And it's coming out kind of soon. So I'm, I'm just psyched because I think they can... The 80s one is great, but there's also some of that 80s nostalgia in there. There's some camp in there where you go, ah, it was the 80s, you yeah. know? So this one I'm excited to see, like, 
how they iron some of those fucking wrinkles out of it. Right. Yeah, I, I actually saw uh, Hangover Two last night. Oh yeah, how was it? It was it was Hangover One. You know, I mean, was it funny? Yeah, that's some funny. You know, again, you have to see a comedy, I believe, in a packed theater. The weekend it comes out, if you want to laugh. Right. When you see it, you know, the next weekend on a fucking Sunday night in Miami after the Heat just played in the finals and there's only eight people in the fucking audience, you're, you're not going to laugh as much. Laughter's contagious. Right. So it, was, it had some funny. They made, uh, what's his name? Ed Helms, is that his name? They made him kind of the funny guy of this one instead of Zach. Zach's funny. Right. But he's kind of the same funny that he was in the first one. Right. It's that weird, goofy, funny. It's all right. He's not as funny as he was in the first one because you get it now. Um, there's a great fucking scene with Ed Helms that is just outrageous. That's okay. really funny. And it, it you know, it's, uh, it's worth. Okay. It's worth that to see it. Um, it takes t- place in Thailand. Same bullshit. Same shit happens. Which is, you know, all right. Really? The same shit happens. If, if the same guy drugged you twice on the you know on an important day of your life, you'd fucking never talk to him again. Right. So if they make Hangover three, they are. Oh god. They are making a third one. What are they gonna fucking do? I, I, I don't know. Zach shouldn't be in it because nobody should talk to him. Because he's a piece of shit. He's <laughs> drugging them. He's fucking drugging them. People are losing fingers and fucking getting tattooed and. Their lives are being ruined because of this fucking psychopath that's <laughs> date raping his friends, the Wolf Pack, and they didn't sing the song. I never saw the first one. You never saw Hangover? No, Dude. no, I wasn't against seeing. It. I just never. It was one of those things. I just never got around to seeing it, and I haven't caught it on HBO. I just you should. Seen it. You should definitely. You should definitely see it. I like Todd Phillips a lot. I mean, Old School is one of my favorite. Oh God. The guy that did Hangover is the guy that did Old School. Right, yeah. No, well, Hangover, Hangover 1 is great, dude. you got to see Hangover. You should definitely watch that. You can. It's on HBO, On Demand, or whatever the fuck. It's on there. You can watch it. Just watch it. It's fucking great. Hangover 1 is a great <coughs> movie because they finally made a movie that just went overboard right. on everything. Again. Right. You know what I mean? Kind of like what Animal House did back in the day. And right. what something about Mary did. It just, they just did these fucking stupid comedies that... Take it to the edge and stop, and you know they expect us to buy into this shit. And then there's that one that just goes, "Fuck it, right? Let's just go." Right. And they did that with Hangover, and they did it with this a little bit. There's that one scene that I'm talking about. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but it's oh, it's fucking, it's a, it's worth worth seeing it for that scene. At least for me, all right. It was hilarious. Uh, all right. So uh, another thing is this, this guy. Uh, I forget his name. I don't even know his fucking name. He didn't put his name in. But uh, Grovite at fucking whatever. He asked, uh, he wanted us to talk about relationships. Okay. Which he admits he said it might sound hack, but he digs when guys like us on ONA talk about relationships and stuff like that, which I get. I understand that. Um, Well. Yeah, go ahead, man. I mean, you're, you're, I'm in a relationship. I'm married. Yes. So it's, it's, it's basically, you know, it's. You know, and I'm in my house, and my wife is downstairs and can hear me, so it's wonderful. <laughs> I have no problems. I have I mean, to say, as a, as a spectator, yes, uh, your relationship does look wonderful. I'm not just saying that. It seems like it's very healthy. Yes. It seems like you guys get along very well. Uh, you know, the team functions. I see what each of you do. 
yeah, in I mean, the team, for the team, and it, it works. Yeah, I mean, we, we get into fights. We fight. We fought, we fought this weekend. You know, I mean, we get a lot. You know, I read this article like fucking 10 years ago. I think it was six years ago. About they did a study on the relationships of marriages that have been together for fifty plus years, people that have just been together, and it wasn't about love. They would, it's basically love doesn't exist. It's compatibility. Right. You're compatible. If you meet somebody that you're compatible with, you know I'm not to say I don't love my wife and she doesn't love me. We love each other. Sure. Yeah. I love my wife. Right. But it's something that you. As a guy, I think my wife has loved me, you know, lo- felt that and was able to express it. For me, it was something that I had to learn how to be okay to do. And then once you allow yourself to actually have emotions for a woman and trust her. Like I, like when I got married, when I said, I do, and she went, she went uh, hi, hello, my husband, right after we got married, it fucked me up. Because it, it, it like all of a sudden my trust issues went away. Something happened where I was like, "It's my wife." Like, yeah, it's- I'm like I, it went away, and you know since then I've been able to, you know I can I mean look I don't give a shit I can look at my wife and fucking ball up, you know I get fucking like I was, but then you but the perfect example we're lying in bed uh, last week she goes to bed I go to bed you know you do the whole I love you I kiss you whatever she goes to bed she puts her earplugs in because sometimes I watch TV in the bed and she's got to get up and I'm looking at her and I'm like oh man I'm just looking at her sleep and I'm like my fucking wife man look how beautiful All right. and I went over just to rub her face just to you know and give her a little kiss because I was really feeling like this love you know and I went over and I actually touched the earplug by accident and it like my finger hit it and it must have you know made a real loud noise and she woke up what the fuck what the she was aggravated because I woke her up in the wrong way and and I was like oh I, you know, I'm sorry I was just I apologized Jesus baby what I, I'm trying to sleep what what do you want it's like nothing just trying to show you I just was looking at you and I felt a lot of love and I just wanted to caress your face slowly and apparently you know I fucking hit your earplug and that pissed you off that's what it is. It's a constant. You feel it, and then you fucking get aggravated with each other. But you get over it quick. Sure. You know, me and me and her got in a fight this weekend. You know, we had, I had these hot broads got kicked out of the show. They were in the front row Saturday night, first second show. Uh, you know, talking on the cell phone. Every time you look over, talking. Let them go for a while. They didn't shut the fuck up. <clears throat> Too drunk. Finally, shut the fuck up. Had them booted out. Found out they've seen me like four times, and they love seeing me. Uh, I don't give a fuck. No, I know, but it just sucks when it when when it's like that. It sucks. Well, it's like they went outside. Like we we come and see them all the time. But what were we doing? It's, Talking. Yeah, I know. I know. It just sucks. It's it's, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. They kick themselves out. I gave them every opportunity. Yeah, you had, I got you. You had, a, you had a host, a middler, and twenty minutes of my act to shut your fucking face. I got and you. And you refused because you drank too much. You're treating a fucking comedy club like it's a bar or a nightclub. It's not. Do that shit when you leave. You go get shit-faced and go to a club and talk and yap and be on your cell phone when you leave. If you're a fan, show the fuck up. Sure. Have some fucking respect. Sure. Keep your pie hole shut. Yes. Yeah. Because look, I look out and see people on their cell phones or checking the... Whatever. I get that. I don't fucking... Yeah. I don't kill you for doing that a couple times. But if you're constantly on it... Right. But they left. And I didn't know they were that. I didn't know they were fans. You know, I thought they were just 
you know, four hot chicks. And then we were walking back to the hotel. We we're going to get some food. And I was like, baby, let me just get the pizza. Because, I, you know, if I bump into these girls on the street with you, my wife's, my wife's a fighter. You know what I mean? If they say anything to me, right. she's going to go, shut your fucking mouth. Right. And I don't want to see you get into a cat. And she's like, Why? You know, because she doesn't get... She's like, just let's go. Who gives a shit? I'm like, I give a shit. Right. Because I don't want to fucking pull some fucking chick... You know, some hot chick from Miami off of your fucking... You're getting your shit kicked out of you by four broads. Right. I got to punch one of these fucking cunts in the face. Right. And then I'm in jail. You're in jail. Everybody's... And I'm getting sued. It's just... I get, I go through that whole process in my head because I'm a fucking psycho. Right. And I, you know, I, I get fucking nuts and I do that. Let me just go get the pizza myself. And I'll bring it back. Or I'll let me get the food myself and I'll bring it back. Just go to the hotel. You got a little fucking tiff, but we were over it. You know, I'm at the point now where I don't have to get my point down her throat. I talked about it a little bit. We went through it. I went in, I gave her a hug. You know, I love you. It's, you know, but she gets it. So it's better now. But it's hard, man. It's, it's not an easy thing to be married. and But we're compatible. I can be with my wife for fucking 10 days straight and not... Fucking want to stab her in the fucking That's neck key, with a pencil. <clears throat> That's key. That's key. I always say that, dude. I've I've had I've had out of the girls that I've dated in my life, right? Um, you know, one of them really, dude. I, you know, I had a relationship that ended very, very poorly and was very damaging to me and probably to the other person in the long run of things, in the big picture. And there was a lot of fallout. It got really vindictive, and it was it was nasty after the breakup. But I will say this: like my mom was asking me the other day, like, you know, out of the girls you've dated in the past, who brought the shit to the table you were looking for? And my mom knows all about this psychotic thing that I went through. And I was like, well, you believe it or not, it was that girl. I could hang with her for a long time. We didn't want to kill each other. You know, it was like if I was cooking dinner and was like, fuck, I fucking forgot to get goddamn garlic. You know what I mean? She'd be like, I got it. She'd fucking dart out the door and go get it. Right. You know, she'd pick up a check one now and again. You know, let me get this. You got it last night. You know what I mean? Like, she brought all that, all the shit you, you could want in a girl to the table as far as the compatibility of the hang and everything. Unfortunately, she turned out to be fucking bonkers. And shit went awry, but uh, that's hard to find, man. That's why so many times guys are in a situation where, you know, you could be dating this girl that, you know, she could be a supermodel. Right. And she could be a delight. And and every, you know, if you, if you constructed a girl in a laboratory, this girl would have every ingredient that you'd put into that, like weird science or whatever. Uh, but... But you go, I'm not into her. And somebody goes, why? You know, what's wrong with you? What are you, fucking nuts? Guys yeah. get that all the time. We, you know, And we do it to each other. It's like, dude, it's just, there's just not that hang part of it. Yeah. She's great. She's great. <laughs> if she was, if you went to a store to buy a girlfriend, you'd pull her off the shelf. Right. Immediately and pay the most money for it. But it's like, there's not that fucking hang. Yeah, there's not that... God damn, we were laughing and we were fucking, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's not your binky. I mean, you get all those fuck. fuck does that mean? Yeah, you get all the toys in the world, but after a while, you look in the corner and that all those toys are, bro are broken right. on the fucking ground with dirt on them. But that little blanket you have is with you all. You know, you, you got to rip that out of a fucking kid's hand. I'm in my little blanket. 
You know what I mean? You get a f- All right, not the best analogy. No, it's no. a great analogy. That's the uh, what the best present I ever got in my life, hands down. Best present right. was a uh, binky, a little blanket. Well, it wasn't a binky. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, my <laughs> sorry, I what? just thought it was something racist because you're Arab. You have Arab blood. <laughs> Go ahead. Arab what? Yeah, you because know, you, you have Arab in you, right? Yeah. yeah I just uh, I was just picturing like a a camel blanket or. Well, my parents aren't Arab. Though, I know, I know, I know. That's why right. I started. I got you. I, I got it. So I get it. What'd you get? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, when I was <laughs> when I was a kid, I was probably five. A lamb. Five, yeah, lamb. Yeah, I got curry. <laughs> the uh, yeah, when I was five. I guess I was five years old, and I, my mom has pictures of it. But they gave me my parents got me this talking Bugs Bunny stuffed animal. Right. And it was fucking defective. They said they bought me all this other shit that was way cooler. But I just was obsessed with this Bugs Bunny thing, and it didn't work right, and it was defective, and I was, like, devastated. And I just was just holding it like it was an actual rabbit that died or something, you know? Yeah. And, like, literally, I don't know how many years later it was. I must have been 20, 21. At Christmas, my mom gave me a talking Bugs Bunny stuffed animal. Really? And she was like, I've been looking for that for the last, you know, 16 years, and right. they haven't made them. And I finally found one. And it was like, you know, it was the binky thing. It yeah, was yeah. like, man, it was just the coolest, it was the most thoughtful gift anybody ever gave me. <laughs> you know, like yeah. that she remembered that. And, you know, and that was my favorite present that year. Did and, you, you ever know, suck your thumb? I don't remember. I don't, no, I sucked my two fingers. I sucked my two fingers too, bro. You did? Yeah, that's fuck. I used to suck these two fingers right here. I used to I suck I did these. these two. You did the index? I think so. I did the uh, middle finger on the other thin one next to the pinky. You know, I did it so much. You got bubbles on your fingers. Dude, they had to start putting, like, this sour yeah. shit on my fingers because the doctor was like, they're going to fuse together if he doesn't stop doing that. Dude, I, do you have the, bo- the little teeth mark in there? I, I don't know what the fuck. And they used to have to put that, that bullshit on your fingernails so that when you put it in your mouth, it tastes like shit. Yeah, it tasted like... Here's here's ugh. the kicker, though. I took it to an extreme. I would use my pinky, get boogers, roll them on my upper lip, and make them into a ball, and just play with them. Have my fingers in my mouth, pick my nose, roll the booger into a perfect ball, and just roll it around on my upper lip. And then sometimes roll it into my mouth and wet ugh. it and roll it back. Yeah, dude. That's disgusting. I did that until my first time getting arrested. 13. I remember I, I went to jail... They took me to the Charlestown Y, which was one of the worst juvie jails in Boston at the time. It was at the top floor of a YMCA in Charlestown, which was a shit part of town back then. Um, and it was all bunk beds in a room. Literally, the window was next to the highway. You could reach out the window if you could and touch cars driving by, like at 85 miles an hour. And we're on bunk beds, and I was so scared that they were going to find out that I did this that I never did it again. That was the last time I you did it. You were 13? You still sucked your fingers? Yeah, it was this thing, dude. I just still suck my fingers. And I was drinking and partying, but I would, st- I would pick my nose. I never understood the booger thing with kids, man. I, I never know. got that. I love picking a fucking ripe one out of my nose, but then I flick it. I never understood people that ate their boogers. I didn't eat it. I never ate them. You put it I, ate them, mouth, I, ate, them I ate them on occasion. I would take a booger out of my nose Ugh. and put it under a desk or a chair and come home after school and get it. Because then it would harden up a little bit and be like moist and hard. Yeah, it's nasty. It's man. fucking nasty. 
Yeah, I never did either. Yeah, I know. What are you going to do? I didn't think you did. Yeah. I, didn't think I, was, I was all excited when you sucked your fingers, though. Yeah, I stopped when I was five. Well, all right. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that your adopted parents were better than my real parents. <laughs> parents that was singular. Um, <laughs> I got another question here from Kevin Marshall. When are you guys going to make this a regular show? Uh, thoughts on uh, Android? Uh, like I said, a couple weeks. and we I have been doing this regular. You know what, dude? Podcasts have been going up for at least over a month, once a week, on Tuesdays or Monday, Tuesdays, uh, sometimes twice a week. Uh, but I definitely, it's, it's, uh, I get some news coming out in the next couple of weeks that will definitely Android users and everybody is going to be sweet. happy with. So uh, I'll make that announcement soon. Um, and they love your intro. They love, I do too. That's very nice. It's a great intro. Like you said, it's not a uh, badass. It's uh, But it's cool. It's it's yeah, it's me. Nick nick nick. It's a cool, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's a little smooth. Uh have you and Joe this is from Angela uh, Rodriguez. Have you and Joe ever fought over food? Like the last piece of cake or chicken? Uh, Who fights over chicken? I can answer that. We haven't we haven't fought about food, but we fought over food, meaning there was food on the table that we were screaming over what at was each it? other. The fucking Amish market. How many fights have we been in that place where oh we're screaming yeah. over a pile of lunch meat and somebody walks <laughs> out? Well, you're going to understand, me and Joe, on a regular basis, you, we usually go, especially in the summertime, we do the old Pope of Greenwich Village. We go to the Amish market. We get a bunch of deli meat, Italian fucking really good soposada, prosciutto, fucking cheeses. Yeah, and then great. we uh, get olives. Joe gets the olives. He gets the side little artichokes and some crazy shit. And we sit there at this table uh, that everybody sits at. There's around maybe 20 seats. We sit in the middle usually and just take over. And we usually get into a fucking heated debate and argue <laughs> and scream and yell at each other. One of us leaves. It always starts so nice. And then it, it, yeah, it really turns into like a Thanksgiving thing with your family. <laughs> By the end of it, you're all screaming at each other. Yeah, we, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. You know what I was doing last week? What? Oh, it was so fucking good, dude. I got a stick of boar's head pepperoni, and I got a brick of Asiago cheese, mm. and then I got those pepperoncinis, you know, the jar of the, the green pepperoncinis, the hot peppers? Yeah. And I was just making little, I put a slice of cheese and a slice of pepperoni and a slice of the pepperoncini on top. Just fucking eating. It was so good. And then I figured out that if you eat just a slice of the pepperoni with a, with one of the pepperoncinis on top of it, it tastes like those hot pickled sausages that you can get at like 7-Eleven. Mm. Oh, dude. I was fucking, which, by the way, if you haven't had it yet, do you have the Asiago chicken sandwich from Wendy's yet? No. It's good. Murderous, dude. It's one of the fucking greatest things what is ever. compared to Chick fil A? Uh, dude, Come on, I, dude, dude. Look, Chick fil A is, is the greatest. Chick fil A is super unique. Dude, this thing is so fucking good. I literally will sit and think about it. Like, when I get it in my head, I'm like, I gotta go get it. I don't give is a fuck. Is that what you sent me the picture of the other day? Yeah. When you had Was two that and a double stack burger? You had a double stack burger, a and large that. fry, and the Asiago chicken. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, dude! It's you can get it with whatever chicken patty you want. So I get it with the spicy chicken patty. Yeah. So spicy chicken patty, Asiago cheese, bacon, 
lettuce, tomato, and then they just dump ranch dressing on it. Dude, it's so fucking good. That sounds, get the yes. honey, Junior. <laughs> get the honey. Yeah, dude, that sounds good. I, was, I, I literally, right now, I'm so... I've, I've, eat, I've eaten... I've been doing good, and I finally cracked this weekend pizza, fucking Cheesecake Factory, all kind. Oh, it's the road. You uh, can't find it on the well, road. My chick was with me too, so we ended up eating. Uh, I'm sodium. When you when you fucking eat so much pizza and sodium food, your feet swell up and your fat finger. I can't get my wedding ring off in the shower. My fucking neck just feels like it goes from my chin to my nipples. Uh, just, I'm always in a hot, cold state. Like that clammy, just you could put a fucking piece of toilet paper on my head and it will stick in the middle of a refrigerator. If I could be in a fucking freezer Ugh. in a kitchen. I'm just I've been, I've been feeling like shit all day, so I'm going back. Oh, God. Tomorrow I'm back on the fucking wagon. Oh, fuck. There's just something about it when you're just eating... You take the bite of that chicken sandwich and the bread, the bun is soft and sweet, and then the lettuce crunch, and then the, the ranch hits you, and then the crunch of the fucking, and then the heat of the chicken, and then the moistness, the textures that your teeth and tongue go through, and your lips, and then you bite down and you chew, and it blends it all up in your mouth, and then you swallow. Oh my god, I went to Cheesecake Factory. They have chicken sliders. They're little fried chicken sandwiches. You get four of them. That's what makes me happy, Joe. Four of them. Yeah, I know. Not just one. Four. I'd ra- I'd love to go in and get four of everything, and I don't have to eat it all, just to know that it's not going to end yeah. until the pain goes away. Oh, dude. Oh. Dude, my friend Chip just lost a ton of weight. But he was he was up there in the way, and he was. Tiff, a, what's his name? Chip. Tiff. Tiff, he sounds like a, a real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> but he was one of those guys, dude. He used to get. He was a real food guy. Yeah. And he's diabetic, so he's got a real thing for <laughs> sweets and bread and shit. <laughs> he the two things he told me that he ate before that was making me laugh so hard, and I was like, "You're gonna die, dude. You're gonna die." Was he got he would get gnocchi. Oh. And if you don't know what gnocchi is, it's... You're an asshole. Yeah, it's little p- pasta things filled with potato. Yeah, most of you douchebags call them gnocchis. Right? Yeah. He would get gnocchi, take out from this Italian joint where we grew up, and then he'd get a loaf of Italian bread with it, and he would make gnocchi sandwiches. And it's like... Pasta sandwich with potato. He would do it. I was like, dude, do you realize you have every carb in that in your diabetic? You're gonna fucking die, dude. What's wrong with you? And then that and then he would get those fucking chocolate pudding pops. Yeah. You get boxes of those. And I go I, I what the fuck did I say to him once? I go, uh, I go, I go, oh those things are a problem, dude. And he goes, The only problem is do you eat five or six? He would eat a whole fucking box of those things, uh, dude. Was it good? Thank God he stopped, dude. I was like, dude, you're going to fucking die, dude. Sandwich. I, I actually want to try that just to fucking try it one day. When he told me that, dude, I was laughing oh. so hard. I was just like, <laughs> it's like forbidden fruit to diabetics, dude. They can't have bread. You, you know what's, they, oh, they you love know, it. You know what's funny about me and you is that the question was about relationships. And it somehow got onto our relationship with food. That's, yeah. that's what it goes to. It's yeah. food. That's the real relationship. <laughs> that's the real that's the real fucking relationship you have in your life that goes up and down. Well you Dude, yeah, you just gave me I'm sitting here before we started recording and I go I go, I'm hungry, man. 
And I was going to order food, and I go, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just get something on the way home. And then you were like, no, dude, look, I got leftover sesame chicken. Just eat it. And I was so hungry that I had to eat it. Yeah. But I was sad eating it because I was like, now I don't have anything to go home with. Because yeah. that's all I could think about was the loneliness at home and just having that sandwich in bed. Uh, watching like Planet of the Apes, yeah, <laughs> some lonely so, guy movie. But it's such a beautiful <laughs> thing, right? Don't you wish they could have a pillow made of like a, just a sandwich pillow that you could hold that wouldn't fucking, you know, go bad? Dude, there's nothing better... And I can't do it because I'm married. She doesn't let me eat down in the fucking bedroom. Very rarely. Once in a while, I'll, she'll be crashed out and I'll sneak food down there. But I eat up here. So, I, ah, fucking being in the hotel room on the road with a fucking towel. A towel over your fucking stomach. Uh. With a sub and a bag of chips or a pizza. A whole pizza on your stomach and a root beer that's fucking freezing cold. And the movie just started. Like some Liam Neeson film that you never really saw in the theaters yeah. but you know is going to be really good. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Sub, dude. God, sub is the one. Subs. Subs are the greatest. Dude, I, when I went back home to Philly last week, or to whatever it was, Memorial Day, I ate a fucking hoagie every day for lunch. Every day to fucking hoagie for lunch. I couldn't stop, dude. They're fucking brilliant. I couldn't stop. They're so. F- we gotta we gotta find a fucking sub place in New York that makes a good sub. Cause I haven't found one yet. I haven't found Amish one. is all right. It's all right, but it's you know you gotta you gotta talk them through it. You gotta be like slice the meat like this. Yeah. Put this on it. None of that vinegar. I want that vinegar. Like you gotta. Right. You got to go to a place where they're like, we got it, dude. We yeah, know what like the fuck Yeah, you go to a sub shop. Yeah. When was the last time you saw a sub shop in New York City? There's no sub. You in Boston? You in Boston? It says sub shop. Joe's sub shop. That's I'll tell you what'll change your fucking life, dude. Is I'll take you down to Phillies down in the East Village. Or is it Lower East Side? It's on. It's on. What is it? Houston. It's a fucking Philly cheesesteak joint, but they make them. They make, I don't know how they know, I mean, they, maybe they're from Philly, but they make them the way they are in Philly, yeah. the good ones that I've told you about. Right. But, dude, you get a fucking cheesesteak with American cheese, the tomato oh. sauce and mushrooms on it. Oh. Dude, it's, I burn my mouth every time I'm there because I can't wait to fucking eat it. It's what the fuck hot. are we waiting for, dude? We've been friends for 10 years. Let's get this going. Let's go down there. Um, somebody actually said to, about you that uh, Joe D kicked ass on Fox News filling in for Andy Levy last week, which you did, which is... Really that was exciting. fun. Oh, that was super fun, man. You get to wear the bow tie. No, yeah, you wanted me to wear a bow tie. I couldn't find one. God damn it, I wanted you to fucking wear a bow tie. Yeah, that was a blast. I did that for two nights. We had a fucking great time, man. Yeah, that was... Uh, I didn't get to see it because I was doing shows, but... It's online, actually. Actually, for anybody out there that gives a shit, if you go to foxnews.com slash redeye, the clips of me doing that are on there. You know, go and check them out. It can't hurt to have a few hits on there. Yeah, so, go you check know. them out and uh, leave some comments if you can. And I think Fox News just came up with an app. I don't know if Red Eye's on it. They did come up with an app. Yeah, I don't know. i got to download the app, actually. But uh, that's great. That's great you filled in. Uh, and then these couple other guys, actually, um, there's, there's one thing we'll talk about that maybe you'll bail out on because you don't really know about it. But you'll have an opinion about it. Um, Rampage Jackson. Do you know him? He's the guy who played... Baracus, right? Yeah, he's a fighter. Yeah. He's crazy. He actually did a, uh interview with a, a female interviewer, MMA interviewer, uh, Karen Bryant. And he 
at the end of it, he kind of was like, oh, you're making me horny. You know what I mean? And kind of pretended to motorboat her. Fuck's that mean? You know, to her boobs. Pretended, didn't. Do but like it. from across the. No, like he was next to her doing the interview. Oh right, okay. And she got upset. That's him though. He's a goofball. He does that shit. He's a fucking you know. He's a nutcase. And now he's in trouble. Well, a lot of she, this, she's actually a good interviewer. I you know I love. There's a guy Ariel Hawani who's my favorite, and I feel bad for him lately because now he's getting known. Now that MMA is getting big, he's getting known, and some of the stuff he talks about, you know, as you know, Howard Cosell and all these guys that interview boxers and, 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 and uh, you know, fighters. Um, you know, these guys take offense sometimes to shit you say or misconstrue it or don't, they just don't understand it or get it secondhand. Right. And he's kind of getting into shit with some of the fighters. Right. Kind of fucking with them now. The more popular that he's getting, they kind of know who he is now. Right. But he's one of my favorites. He does great interviews. And this Karen Bryant does MMA Heat. She actually does great interviews, and a lot of people. She's a hot chick. Um, she knows what she's talking about. She does great interviews. They're funny. They're cool. But she also didn't really. It's not like she wants people to do that. She wants to be taken serious. But she got it. She knows it's rampage. She knows he's fucking stupid like that. She didn't really take offense to it, which oh, okay. I give her credit for. But all the other women did. All the other sportscasters did. Like, we work hard to fucking now because of that, oh. we're not going to be taken serious. Listen, everybody needs to shut the fuck up. Except for us. It's Yeah, it, but it's this simple. If something takes place between two people, and obviously, look, we're not talking about that if a guy beats his wife and his wife is afraid and doesn't want to say anything and you know that that's bad for her and she needs to talk. We're not saying that you shouldn't try to help somebody in a situation like that. But if something like that, like this rampaging you're talking about, takes place between two people and both parties don't give a shit and they're cool with it, you need to shut the fuck up about it, man. You need to shut the fuck up. And it's like, I love Reese Witherspoon. I think she's a great actress. But she did that thing on the MTV Awards where she's like, uh, you know, because there's the, they're all saying it's this Blake Lively shit. Because there's the there's the rumor going around that there's a nude photo of Blake Lively. There is, I saw it. Yeah, and Reese comes out and goes, "When I came up, you didn't have to do that." And da 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 da. And these girls need to realize you can be sweet in Hollywood. And it's like, listen, you can have that opinion. And if somebody asks you about that question, questions you about that, fine. Or if you write a book and you want to put that out there, fine. But when you do it. In the way that you're directly criticizing somebody else in an open forum that doesn't have a problem with their behavior, sometimes you kind of need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, here's the thing, dude. I, I saw what Reese did. I agree with her, though. Paris Hilton, all these fucking, uh, the, the stupid other broads, the, the fucking Kardashians. Look at all the girls that are fucking have reality shows and are multi-millionaires in show business. TMZ follows them around every move they make. They keep getting show after show after show. They won't let these cocksuckers fail because middle America wants to watch these fucking dits. And where does it come from? Where does it come from? Then you get some senator sent a picture of his chest or whatever. Of his, his junk. Of his junk. Okay. okay, you send your fucking picture of your cock to somebody specifically and you get canned. But somehow Paris Hilton becomes a multi-millionaire off it, and she's sucking a cock and taking it up the fucking poop chute, and fucking Kardashians fucking the shit out of everybody, and then she has a family show? Really? 
you you put a fucking tape out there, and they had to agree to put those tapes out there, dude. They made money off of it. They made millions off of the tape itself. So you know what? I agree with Reese. It's you know what? You don't have to go out if you're abroad. If you got no talent back in the day, dude. You had to be talented to actually make it in the business. And then it was astronomical. Now, right. you can be a crab fisherman, a fucking, some dumb whore who sucks a dick on some fucking night vision. Uh, and you put it out there and all of a sudden you're famous. But, Fuck you. But that's the slippery slope that you have to deal with. The My point is, is it's either, so if she can say that, then these girls on UFC can say this. You know what I mean? It becomes this very slippery slope, and it's it's a time. It, look, you can say whatever you want, but to me, I actually I, I was on Red Eye one time. We were talking about the the football player that said if they if the football agreement didn't happen and football didn't come on this year, their crime rates were going to rise and all that shit because of how much people have invested in football. And my take on that is, look, there's just an entropy factor there. If our whoa whoa. You're on the fucking you know what dude podcast. Right, right. Okay, it's a step up from a Rich Voss podcast. Okay, okay. All right. So bring it back down. All right, fine. Redefine. Entropy means that all. Systems- I don't want to know what it means. Just dumb well, I'll it down. tell you. I, I, there's no. I don't okay, know another no. word for it. <laughs> Entropy means that all systems, all systems in nature, all existing systems will eventually start to break down. Right. right. So, with. With this, with this kind of shit, the societal thing where it's like, well, now all these people are doing this. Now the Midwest tunes in and the, all, everything you just said. There's an entropy factor there. And my whole take is, hey, if this fucking country is going to fall to pieces yeah. because a couple chicks sucked a dick, <laughs> you know, with, the, with their night vision video cameras yeah. or because football goes away or because there's too much reality TV out there, hey, so be it. We're fucking doomed anyway. Something was going to pull that fucking plug eventually. Yeah, but I lo- I like the fact that a, a girl will go out there and say, you know what, you don't have to be a fucking whore making fucking videos to make it in the business. You can actually go out there and, and, and try to become talented, take acting classes, and fucking work on your craft and make it in the business. I agree with that. I don't have a problem with her saying that in a public forum. What I was what I said was my my. My shut the fuck up thing comes into play when it's like you don't go on the VMAs and fucking take a, a, a passive aggressive shot at somebody else that might may or may not have a problem with what they did. It's like, dude, you're on the VMAs. You could fucking go on if if the fucking if if MTV was popular and existed in Nazi Germany. Okay, you could have went on the VMAs and said, "Guys, this is wrong. Hitler's wrong." Nobody would have fucking listened. That fucking audience is not going to listen. That's not the forum for it. Nobody's going to walk away from the VMAs and go, "You know what, yeah, guys? Reese okay. changed it." I'm, I hear you, but I'm just glad that she did it because none of them do. Because they're all Hollywood. They're worried about fucking having bad press. They're worried about saying what they really think. And nobody said anything about Paris Hilton like one of these girls. She came out and fucking said, these dummies are fucking idiots. Well, and I love it because fucking Paris Hilton is a fucking piece of shit. MTV, MTV is She's a, not pretty. Fine. She's ugly. Yeah, fine. She's a fucking fine. piece of shit elitist. And I fine. hate fucking elitist. But MTV, MTV is a major engine... Absolutely. That's 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 driving that fucking vehicle. So it's like, all right, Reese. I, I understand. Reese, you if you don't, if you have a problem with that, then don't go on fucking MTV. 
Right. Don't take the MTV exposure well, or the cash and then go, I have a problem with... Because MTV is the one that when, when that fucking teenage lesbian girl group was popular, when they performed on the music awards, they had fucking 17-year-old girls all over the stage in Catholic school girl outfits making out with each other. Was that on the internet? With rain coming down on them. Where is this? I don't know if it's on the internet. I can't remember the name of the group. They were called... Uh, oh I can't remember. You know, MTV's the one that put Britney Spears on there in a fucking short skirt and a belly shirt when she was 16 years old. MTV is responsible for the hills that spawned those two fucking yeah, nimrods. You're talking about the difference between sexy and fucking, you know, artistical choices... And being just a nothing human being, a fucking well, the idiot. hills. Hang on, hang on. Yeah, exactly. They're fucking idiots, nothing human beings, and becoming famous and getting all the fucking benefits of television and fame and fans and money for nothing. For no- you have no worth. You have nothing to offer anybody. You have no opinion. You're a fucking dumb, shallow, fucking empty human being that gets the benefits. And you don't even need them. Half these people come from rich families and they have the cash, but they just keep fucking being put out there. We keep watching this horse shit. I just, I I fucking, it just, it it sucks. I'm so glad that Paris Hilton's show bombed because she's a hunk of shit. She's a fucking train wreck. And this this Karen Bryant, I understand, though, like, you get a woman that's going into a locker room with football players and baseball players, and back in the day, it couldn't happen. They have to keep some type of boundaries up, some type of electrical fence when one of these guys goes, hey, and hits him on the ass, and they, whoa, shit, I can't do that. Right. Don't do that. Because if, you know, if, if they could... You know, they'd have to fucking deal with a lot of sexual harassment. And we'd lose a lot of fucking really... If something happened to Jackson over this Rampage, that would suck. Right. Because I love Rampage. You know, I love that he's hilarious. And if she actually did get offended by that, he would be suspended. He'd get fucked. It would be all over the fucking place. He'd lose a career. Look at how, you know, he would, he, that would really hurt his career. Thank God that she's she knows better. That she's like, look, he was kidding. Relax. Which is great. I have a total respect for her. And it, it's... And she's a good interviewer too. She's not. Uh, she does a lot of good stuff. She's not. Uh, uh, you know, just a hot chick doing interviews. Which some of these girls sometimes they have that, like some hot chick. So rampage. They don't even know what fighting is. They don't know what the fucking jujitsu is. They don't even know anything about the sport. And they're interviewing these guys and they're just smoking hot chicks. That bugs me. Yeah. That, and those are the girls. Well, you gotta- dude, I used to rip my fucking hair out when G Four first came on, and they'd have like. These like borderline supermodel chicks on there oh. talking uh, talking to guys like me about video games. <laughs> Fuck you! And I get it. I get it. It. I get the the. I understand the, th- the 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 strategy behind that, which is these geeks want to see a hot chick and think that oh they are out. There. They don't no. play fucking video games. Yeah, but we don't want to see them either. I'd rather see a fat dude who knows what he's talking about with a beard that doesn't connect. And some fucking kooky saying T-shirt talking about a video game, telling me all I need to know. There's some dumb hot broad telling me it's really good. You know, it's 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 it, the uh, graphics are fun. Shut the fuck up. I mean, my whole thing is like there are there are artists out out there. It's it gets harder and harder every year to exist or to subsist as a tr- as a true artist. If you really want to follow your art and do what you believe in. It gets harder and harder and harder. But they're out there, and these people exist. And it's like, and they don't, 
step into the worlds that they don't respect. It's like John Cusack, great fucking example. I saw him in Inside the Actor's Studio one time, and he goes, they, they asked him a question about, like, we don't ever see you in the tabloids. Like, you're a wildly famous person. Right. We never see you in Us Weekly. And he goes, I don't get that. It doesn't make any sense. These people put their entire lives in the public eye yep. because he's basically saying, let's cut the shit here, people. If you want to be in those magazines, you're in them. Yeah. It's not an accident. You go to the places where they photograph well, you or whatever. I'll tell you a little secret. These people make money off of that. These right. stars, uh, Britney Spears, all those fucking people, Paris Hilton, they'll call up uh, the tabloids and say, I'm going to be here at this time and I'll let you get these photos. And you'll pay me this much money. They make money off of that. They make thousands of dollars off of telling the tabloids, like, okay, I'm going to have my baby. The baby is going to be with us at this restaurant at this time. You'll be the only ones that know this. You're going to give me fucking 20 grand for these photos because you're going to make, you're going to sell them for 50 grand. They make money off of this shit. There's, there's an underlying fucking, there's a, 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 a black market fucking going on right. with the stars and the fucking. The TMZ, they're making money off of this. Right. That people don't know about. People, they'll, they'll actually have their publicists call up and b- barter right. a deal. Uh, you know, and then they do with the club they're going to. I'll go to your club tonight. You give me 10, 15 grand. And they're making thousands of dollars just to be fucking put in these magazines. Well, then that's still, to, but then that goes back to the point again about Reese. It's like, again, I think she's a great actor. I respect her, but it's like, if you. If you, you all right? Oh my god, dude! What'd you just do something, just like electrically shot up my shin, my shin bone. Jesus Christ! Yeah, dude, I'm fucking bad. I actually couldn't bend my arm for two days because I was. We fooled around. We had some sexy time, and I was, you know, holding, not we, you um, and your wife. Yes. Yeah. We'll and say was, it that way. I was holding my arm, like holding myself up, you know, for too long, and the next day my arm didn't bend. For two days, I couldn't... And this is the hand I, I washed my dick with. I, clean, I couldn't... I had to learn how to clean my ass with my right hand, but it, it doesn't stretch far enough over. It was, it was fucking awful. Jesus so, Christ. Anyways. Right. Well, uh, the, the last ahead, point I was going to make was... It's like, look, it, you know, if she's got such a problem with this machine that exists, yeah. then take yourself out of the machine. She's in the tabloids constantly. Yeah. She's on all these things that promote this lifestyle. And it's like, you can easily step out of that. Yeah, but you don't have the, to fucking live just, in the nucleus of Hollywood. Absolutely, but she's done the work to get there. She's she's done good acting work to get there. She's won an Oscar. She's done a lot of great movies. She's an actress. She's devoted herself to acting. Sure. Like you devoted yourself to a comedian. That's like some hot chick making a fucking, some hot comedian girl making a sex tape and then becoming famous because of a sex tape. That's like sure. Last Comic Standing making fucking these guys who are nobodies, but they got 15 minutes of material, headliners, making thousands and thousands of dollars, throwing them out there to the fucking wolves, and, and people are going to see them, and they can't even headline. they got to do the middle spot. Sure, but, but to me... As opposed to a guy who worked 20 years I, to become a headliner, when you go and he's... There's a difference between Reese Witherspoon and a Paris Hilton. Of course there's a huge difference. I'm not saying there's not a difference. What I'm saying is, is you can't be a part of the machine if you don't respect the machine. 
Right. That's what I'm saying. And I understand that show business is dirty and we it sucks. I get it. And I'm right. sure it gets it, I, I know it gets dirtier and dirtier the higher you get and you got to be more and more careful with each step up that you take. Right. Right. But it's like if you don't like this lifestyle, it's like dude, it's like me saying it's uh, I don't I can't even think of like a fucking equivalent of it, but it's just like then don't don't be a part of that shit. Don't go into the tabloids that promote this lifestyle. Right. Cuz that's what the tabloids want. All right. Well, we're gonna move on because we're right. over we're over, over right. an hour. We are. Uh, yeah. Two weeks ago, you wanted to get the fuck All off right. in twenty minutes. Now you won't shut the oh, fuck yeah. up. All right. I gotta um, go home. All right. Well, wait. We're gonna, we're gonna do tech talk. Really, we yeah, usually yeah. do tech at the end. Um, we're gonna do a real quick tech talk. Uh, I just want to go through a couple of these. Uh, Lorino J, CDR ninety nine nine, uh, Eagle fucking Eagle fucking whatever your name is five one three. All you guys, fun fact guy. Uh, the Awful Hour, all those guys and all the people that email me. Thanks for emailing him. We're going to talk about um, the actual iOS that just came out today. That's the Tech Talk today, which is finally, finally, <laughs> no, look, finally, the iOS 5 has come back <laughs> to fucking Apple. It looks sick. Dude. Oh, it looks great, dude. You got the, You got everything in there. You got the finally. You got the the, the the screen. The the you can finally have all your emails and your texts and your phone calls, your voicemails right on your front screen without having to go into the phone, open up this and open up that. It just scrolls down. The stuff comes down. You swipe. They finally added the swipe up the top. They have the messaging, the BBS like. Oh, the new calendar looks insane. The new calendar, the to do list. Yeah. AirPlay iPad, the whole, instead of, I bought the HDMI code, I'm going to fucking retor- return it. I got a fucking $40 fucking adapter that I had to put into my TV to get my iPad on my TV. Now I, I, I don't even need it. Yeah. Just fucking throw your iPad up on your TV, watch YouTube videos, go to the fucking internet. Unfucking believable Yeah, it's sick. Unbelievable. My favorite part, my favorite part, the camera. They finally put... A, allow you to use the volume button as the fucking camera button now, right. without having to fucking curve your finger around and guess where the right. fucking button is on the phone right. to take a self-portrait. Because you can take a picture with the front-facing camera, but it sucks. Right. It's a shit fucking photo. Right. So you always wind up turning around to get a good photo. Now, boom, you're in. Just like a regular camera. And you can edit... And fuck with it inside of there and twit it right out from the Yeah, phone. that instant edit thing is great where you can lighten or darken the picture. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's just fucking great, man. It's, it's a, I've never seen an update like this. It's like a new phone. Yeah. It's a new phone. New iPad. New, yeah. new, new, new everything. Split keyboard where you and, can split it in uh, half and type. Yeah, it. that's fucking great. It's amazing. Sp- split keyboard. You use your thumbs to fucking type now. With Also with the new Safari where you can actually save... And read on a plane the articles. They have the instamper right in the safari now, so you can be reading shit at on the cab or whatever. And then when you get on the plane, you can still finish the article. And you can finally do tabs, internet tabs, instead of having to do the stupid fucking windows that zoom out. And oh, you don't s- like the windows? No, give me the tabs, dude. Yeah. I, you know, I want to see what I, what I got open, man. Yeah. It's fucking great. And they have the ma- the magazine thing is all right. I mean, it's cool. I love that it's in the book thing. Um, I like the Twitter that it's in there, but the, the thing that's fucking really, really fucking great is the camera. I love the photos. I love 
And this is the other thing that's good is fucking PC free. You don't need a PC. Yeah. Well, yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't need any computer to start it up. But now, when you come home, it Wi-Fi syncs your phone automatically. Yeah, it's it's very interesting though. I'm very excited about this. And you know, I went to the Droid phones for a little while, right? And you know that would I had a hard time switching back to the iPhone because of all the shit the Droid phones could do, right? And basically now Apple took a major page out of the Droid interface. And made the iPhone and iPad interface very, very similar to what a Droid interface is like. Now, it's great news because now you're going to have this seamlessly functioning phone by Apple that can do basically all the shit the Droid can do. Right. Which is fucking great. But what's interesting about that is I read an article recently about Apple where Apple was getting kind of standoffish about other companies taking a page out of their book. Yeah. And the criticism was... Apple kind of always did that. Apple, like, they had interviews with Steve Jobs from back in the day saying, like, look, we borrow from the best and then we create our own thing, more yeah. or less. And one of the things they said in the interview was, like, man, it's it, this is the, the, the beginning of a new era for Apple because Apple is no longer... Now they're starting to fucking copy from other people. Like, for a while it was Apple kind of was leading the pack. Yeah. It sort of... Learn from everybody, then they came up with their own shit and led the pack. Right. Now they're starting to borrow and it's I mean, dude, this is straight out of droid shit. I'm shocked about that a little well, bit. Well, it's it's necessary because you needed these things. But the one thing that you Apple does though, that droid doesn't do, is they when they do do it, well like when with cut and paste. They didn't have cut and paste. You had cut and paste on Blackberry, you had cut and paste on other phones, but it was fucking annoying. It was, you know, shitty cut and paste. They didn't release cut and paste until they figured out how to do it the best way right. for their phone. And now cut and paste with the iPhone, fucking brilliant. You tap on it, you want to is it brings up the correct word if you misspelled it. If you you want to copy cut or paste, you can fucking select select all. It's flawless. Yeah. So when they do do something, they do it right. Right. And they make it so it doesn't fuck up the phone. Right. I think a lot of these things with the Android phones, you can get all this shit on it and you go nuts. It's like jailbreaking your phone. You go nuts, but then you realize that a lot of this shit fucks up your phone. Well, and hey. you dump it and you go back to what it was. When you get an Apple, when they add these things to it, it's fucking flawless. Yeah. It works with the phone seamlessly and you're not going to have to worry about it fucking up your phone like you do on an Android. That's why I went back to the iPhone, because yeah. I said I'll sacrifice not having certain things for a phone that works perfectly. Right, and, and I got a lot of email, a lot of Twitters today. They've had this on Android for years or whatever. Yeah, I know, but again, an Android phone fucks up. They're not the best phones. A fucking iPhone, as far as, yes, I know the phone sucks, but it's gotten a lot better, too. I don't have as many problems as I used to have with my uh, iPhone, my AT&T iPhone, but the actual phone itself... I mean, you're going from a movie to a fucking news to my flights to my emails right. to my texts to listening to music all in the fucking same airport within fucking seconds. Yeah, and now to have this, all these functions available on my iPad and my iPhone, it's fucking brilliant. And you can get it now. Uh, you can. I, uh, a couple of people tweeted me pages that you can download a beta version without being a programmer. Um, and you can actually download it and put it on your phone. It's it, you know it's not flawless. It's beta, and it's going to have some fuck ups, and it might not have all the features yet. But you can get you can pretty much get it. And that's legal. Like yeah, they I mean, put it out there for a reason. It's beta. It's not 
you know, you can't complain about it. It's just they need they need uh, developers to do this to actually figure out the flaws and how it works with apps, and they need to you know kind of flush out all the bugs. That's them flushing out the bugs. So I don't think you sh- you know if you're a novice, I don't think you should do it, but I'll do it because I know how to get my phone back, and I know a lot of nerds that will help me out if I need to. You know, I'm not going to brick my phone, and I would love to check it out now, and I can't wait. So. Well, if I do it and and my phone acts goofy, you just refactory your phone, right? Yeah, you reboot it. You you put it back to factory. You have to you save it. You, you before you do it, you have to you have to sync your phone, have a backup, do it. If your phone fucks up, you just put it back to factory settings and then go back to that last backup, and it puts all your shit back on your phone. So you really can't brick your iPhone anymore. But I'm going to do it. You can go to uh, a, a couple people. Twitted me some sites that you can go to to uh, actually get it done. Um, if you go to my Twitter and just look through the feed there, look through uh, some of the feeds, it's up there. Um, so I'm going to do it, but I think it's amazing. And I, I, this is the biggest the biggest upgrade to an iPhone uh, software, iPad software, the OS, in fucking ever. And yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a whole new phone. It's, it's a whole insane. fucking new phone. And it's only going to get better because now apps are going to start using the swipe. So if you can use the swipe, side swipe to get a Twitter up, like QuickTweet was one of my favorite apps on a jailbroken phone. Any app you're in, you can just swipe sideways and the tweet would come up and you can take a photo, take a video, tweet, boom, boom, and then it goes away and it sends it out, which is great. So uh, anyways, another thing that comes out this week that just came out to let you guys know is uh, I have a brand new Husay page. Husay is my new page. Uh, my website is going to direct towards Husay. All my videos, all my photos are going to be up there. Instead of throwing them out on Twitter and having them out on Facebook and this Facebook, I'm merging both of my Facebook's account, Facebook accounts to be one. Uh, and all my videos and tweets are going to be going from Husay out to you guys to Twitter, and it's going to bring you back to Husay. Um, my dates are up there on laughstub.com. All my links to the podcast are going to be up there. Um, and all my videos and photos, all the new stuff is going to be up there for you guys to check out. It's a pretty flawless system. The videos come up flawless. You can like it. You can retweet it. You can uh, comment on it right in there on Facebook. So go check it out. It's Husay.com slash Robert Kelly. Uh, check out my new Husay page. You can check out JoeDeRosaComedy.com, at JoeDeRosaComedy on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Kelly, you know me on Twitter. And uh, I got some big news coming out next week, in the next couple weeks. So keep checking back. Make sure you go to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast. That's how the podcast gets in to the uh, top 100. The more subscribers that listen to it and download it, we get in. Um, if you just listen to it on my website or wherever, it, it's not going up to iTunes and they're not rating it. So... And if you do, you do. If you don't, you can't. I don't give a shit either. Just listen to the goddamn podcast. Thank you guys for uh, all. And, and one girl. <laughs> it was just one chick listens to this podcast. Uh, Joe, thanks for coming on again. I'm glad we cleared the air. Yes, and thank was, you. Thank was, you. It's good to have my uh, my uh, my compadre back. Thank you. It's good to be here. He's, as he's on his phone right now. I was just letting you wrap up. All right. Jesus. <laughs> I love to be here. I'm glad to be here. And the compadre was kind of touching when you said that. All right, cool. All right, that's it. Thank you. Thank you.